morning. This morning, we will be reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. And the Word of God says, Now every year his parents, Jesus' parents, went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. And all who heard were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why are you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and in human favor. Will you pray with me, please? God, after worshiping you, we thank you and we ask that you prepare our hearts and our minds for your word, that your Holy Spirit fall upon us in a special way, that we leave this place differently, more blessed by your word. And God, I pray that you cleanse my lips with a coal from your altar, that you forgive my sins, that it be your word and not my own, and that it be more and more of you, God, and less of me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we just celebrated Thanksgiving. Um, at my house, we had a turkey and some sides, and my two boys, my husband and I, we ate together. And my turkey was edible, which is miraculous, because I don't cook it enough, you know, throughout the year to really make sure that it's good. And my five-year-old approved so I am glad with that. <laughs> and we had Thanksgiving together as a family, as friends. And here we read that Jesus, too, celebrated a feast with his family, with his friends. It was every year. And that year when he was 12, he went and he snuck away. Children, you should never do that. But Jesus did, and he went to be at the temple. And he stayed there. And he was learning and hearing the stories and absorbing. And he, too, had wonderful wisdom to share. And so what they were celebrating was Passover. Passover was a celebration, is a celebration, that the people of Israel have passed on from generation to generation. In this case, Jesus and his family, they traveled to Jerusalem, 
in Thanksgiving, a lot of people travel. Well, for Passover, Jesus' family traveled to Jerusalem. They gathered as a people. They ate traditional dishes, recipes that had been passed on from generation to generation. For seven days, Israel celebrated. And the celebration was about remembering Remembering God's hand, God's deliverance. See, for 400 years, Israel, they were slaves in Egypt. 400 years of pain and anguish, 400 years of torture. Scripture says hard labor. You can read about it in Exodus. And so we can only really imagine, thankfully you and I have never lived slavery because we have learned that what a horrible and horrendous sin slavery is. But they, we can imagine the type of horror that they lived for 400 years of humiliation, spiritual, emotional, physical, witnessing their family struggle in a terrible way. So for 400 years, they prayed and they asked, they begged God. They said, God, deliver us. Please send us freedom. And so through Moses' leadership, the 10 plagues, God, the Bible says, had mercy, loved them, and delivered them from Egypt. And so God told Moses and Aaron to have this celebration every year to remember God's steadfast love throughout that journey. And so year after year after year, they celebrated this feast together. They taught their children. They told them the stories. Because it wasn't just about the meal. It was about what happened. What took them to that meal. It wasn't about the party. It was about the means to the end, the journey towards the Passover table. And so when they ate and they taught their children, it was a witness, it was a teaching of testimony for their kids, for the following generations of God's companionship within the storm, of God's victory over slavery and death. It was important, and it is important, for the children. And so Jesus, Mary and Joseph, taught this to Jesus. It took a lot for the people of Israel to get to the Passover table. In 1621, the Plymouth pilgrims also went through a journey. And they also celebrated. They were in the new land, and history tells us that due to a harsh winter, half of the pilgrims that came in the Mayflower died. Half of them. And it wasn't, you know, an easy... It's hard for us sometimes to, to really try to put ourselves in their shoes because thankfully we haven't lived slavery or starvation. However, if we try... It is important that we try to be aware of their journey. What took them to the Thanksgiving table? The illness, 
the pain of hunger, the heartbreak of seeing their loved ones die. And yet somehow, at the end of the harvest, they still celebrate. And history says that they gathered with Native Americans. The Native Americans not only gave them food throughout the winter, but they taught them to fish eel, to hunt, to crop in the new soil. And they gathered together and the pilgrims thanked God. Because even though you and I, we, we, we can know this, that when we are going through a journey of storm, of pain, even the smallest gesture is a blessing. An email from a friend, that one worship song, that one hymn that moves us through the spirit, the smile of a loved one, Throughout the storm, there are glimpses of hope and love and endearment. And that is God. One way that God is present with us. Through love and community. See, there in verse 44, it says that, that Mary and Joseph were with friends and family. Community is important. And so throughout the storm, throughout the struggles, those glimpses of hope and love and care and endearment. Somehow it's miraculous. And the pilgrims ended their harvest, those who survived, celebrating with God, giving thanks to God. Because it is crucial to witness God's hand throughout the journey to the table. And so I am aware that you and I thankfully, are not living slavery or starvation. But it is crucial that as Christians, we too witness our own deliverance. Because we too are able to see God's hand throughout the year. See, Thanksgiving is not about the meal at all. It is about the journey that got us there. The year from one Thanksgiving to another, how, where was God in all of that? How were we walking together in the times of joys and also in the times of pain? It may be stress at work, anguish, anxiety, schoolwork, sleepless nights, college students, high school students studying for exams. It could be illness, the uncertainty, of what's going to happen, it could be loss, heartbreak. And we are able to see how God's strong hand, out of faithfulness, just like with the people of Israel, with the pilgrims, walks us and accompanies us, guides us, leads us, comforts us with his loving hand, and takes us to the feast. So it's not about necessarily the feast. It's about all that happened to get us here. And so when we are able to ponder and think and reflect and ask questions, just like 12-year-old Jesus did in the temple, it makes the Thanksgiving meal more delicious. It makes it profound in a different way. Maybe this year you, you lost a loved one. Maybe this year you went through a painful time. Maybe this year, you gave your life to Christ. 
Maybe this year you experienced God in a different way we all should. How was this year? How was our journey to the Thanksgiving table? That is my invitation for us today, that we reflect on that. And some of you may say, Pastor, Thanksgiving is over. Thanksgiving is over, Pastor Rocio. But see, Passover is celebrated for seven days. And the pilgrims celebrated Thanksgiving for three days. So I think that us on this wonderful Sabbath, maybe after church we go to lunch and we can sit with our loved ones and ponder and reflect and think and witness God's hand throughout this year. God's company throughout this year. And then not only witness, but testify to our children. All over scripture, there is a lot of uh, emphasis on the importance of teaching our children the story. And we're really good at teaching fun stories. We're really good at that. But there's something powerful of being vulnerable with our children and sharing with them those difficult times and how we held on to God, to love, to faith. Or maybe we just felt like we couldn't, but somehow God pulled us through. Because that teaches our children that in the bad times, God's strength keeps us going and is always going to give us that message of hope, of the abundance of the Lord's table. Next month, we begin Advent, and we prepare ourselves for the coming of Jesus, for that Advent table, which is what delivers us. Through Jesus Christ, we are delivered in every which way. Our soul, our mind, our daily walk, our daily decisions, our daily needs. And so my invitation is that we prepare ourselves and that we start today on our Sunday lunch table, listening to each other, reflecting, remembering this year and God's presence with us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.